Good morning, City Church. This is Harrison, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. You know, there are some people who find it easy to make things beautiful. Some people can pick up flowers along the side of the road during their walk and bring them home and transform them into an ornate centerpiece. Some people can take some cured meats and olives and fruit and turn what might seem like a simple charcuterie board into a work of art. Some people can take the scribblings of one of their children and bring together the seemingly random lines into a coherent portrait or landscape. God is also this way. He creates and he makes things beautiful. We see this, of course, in the creation account. Whereas there was once a dark void, God fills it with the wonders of nature simply by the power of his voice. And of course, the greatest of these wonders is Adam and Eve. Humanity was God's centerpiece. Humanity is God's piece de resistance. Humanity reflects a kind of glory that nothing else in creation has. And that comes, of course, by being made in the image of God. And that's, of course, why Adam and Eve don't wear clothes. It would only veil their glory, or perhaps more precisely, it would veil the glory of their creator that was being reflected in and through them. The problem comes with the next chapter of redemptive history, where sin enters the equation. You see, sin comes in and it mars humanity's beauty and glory by distancing humanity from, the, from God, who is the source of all beauty and glory. Of course, this is the case for Adam and Eve, and it's the case for me and you today. We long for the beauty that we were created to reflect, but unfortunately, we are constrained by the deforming realities of the fall. This is why, no matter how hard we try to get fit or to dress well or to do our hair a certain way, it's often so hard to look at ourselves in the mirror and feel beautiful. But the good news of the gospel is that God is in the business of rebeautifying. In today's lectionary reading from Isaiah 60, we find the prophet addressing Israel. Israel had made a big mess of themselves. They didn't seem particularly beautiful. Of course, they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be God's holy, beautiful people, but they rebelled against him and, as a consequence, were sent into exile. But Isaiah had good news. He begins chapter 60 by saying, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. He's calling them back into the vocation that God had previously given them to be a light shining upon the hill, drawing in the pagan nations through the beauty of holiness that radiates through the covenant people. And Isaiah then goes on in verse 9 to explain what happens. He said that the Holy One of Israel has made them beautiful. They've not done something to gussy themselves up, to make themselves beautiful. They've been made beautiful by God. Now, let me make two quick applications. First, a a corporate one. God beautifies his church, no matter how much of a mess it is made of itself. You you know, it's so easy to, to think these days that the church is ugly and beyond repair. And I think that's especially because it's social media 
loves to cherry pick um, all the worst stories of the church and downplay all the best stories because the worst stories are what drives uh, engagement. So it's easy to, to look at the church and think it's beyond repair. But the reality is that God loves his church and by his love, he makes it lovely. So whenever we struggle with the church, whenever we struggle to see it with beauty, we need to be sure not to focus just on um, the, the, the church itself, but we need to focus on what makes the church beautiful, the loveliness of Christ himself. And he's revealed that to us in his word and in the sacraments and in the face of our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. So when we struggle to see the beauty of the church, those are the things that we need to return to. And now for a more personal application. Uh, I've struggled with body image my whole life. I've gone through long seasons where it felt hard to look in a mirror. But here's what I'm learning about beauty. It's not about how you look. It's not about how you act. It's not about learning to accept yourself. Though all of those things have a certain amount of virtue to them. What I've found as I spend more time in Scripture is that beauty is about proximity and likeness to Christ, who is the source of all beauty. Through our union with Him, we share in His beauty. And then by imitating Him in our daily lives, we experience now a portion of that glorified beauty that we'll have for eternity. So friends, when it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror, when it's hard to think of yourself as beautiful, when you long for that beauty that you were created to um, have and to reflect, look at Jesus. Remember that he has made you close to him, but he's brought you so close that he's united you to him. And remember that because of that, you can now imitate him. And as you walk in the ways of Christ, you walk in a way of beauty. So, until tomorrow, stay well and do good.